Hello, welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Well, hello. We're here today with Lillian and Lorraine, and of course, my co-host, Teresa. This is our first community table. We are beyond excited. So excited. Yeah, and um, today we're fortunate to, we're going to talk about human resources related issues. Um, and of course, that's very important. It impacts all of us. We have with us again, um, Lillian and Lorraine, and they have between them over 40 years of HR experience. And as Lorraine correctly pointed out, um, HR has evolved through the years and has changed. And they have uh, had to keep up with the changes and have been instrumental in some of those changes. So um, we're excited about the knowledge that they're going to share with us today. And our, we're hoping that what we offer today will be of value to people already employed who are in the workplace. And that we hope that something we're going to share today will um, allow you to further solidify your career, determine where you want to go, and that will, this will be a, a, another resource for you as you plan your next move and plan how to thrive where you are. Well, we're going to get started. The first thing we want to talk about today is brand excellence. Let's talk about what, what does that mean when you talk about your brand? I always say that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 And uh, we always, you know, I always say we want to extend the best part of us when we talk about our brand our appearance, how we speak, how we conduct ourselves publicly and privately, uh, what people see when they see us, and what do they say when they don't have us in front of them. To me, that's a, a, a kind of a compilation mm -hmm. a definition for brand presence and brand excellence. Um, it's so important, mm -hmm. so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's so true. And and you know what? I mean, when you when you made the point that what people say when you're present versus what they say when you're not there. Because many times, you know, in the workplace, let's just face it, that's not the sometimes it's not the easiest place to be. And and you run up against all different types of personalities, different motives, different agendas. But how what they say about you when you're not there. Uh, really speaks to, you know, at, at, in terms of their perception mm -hmm. and your their perception of who you are, their perception of your abilities, their perception of even if you're worthy to even be in that role you're now in, let alone to, to ascend even higher. So that's mm -hmm. an important discussion. And I call that your reputation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Your reputation precedes you. So even before you get to that place or that position or even sometimes that organization yeah. your reputation comes first so that's what's being that's what's discussed before you even yeah. appear yeah it's your reputation yeah i had the um, um the assignment in the police department and when i went i was transferred there so when i went and i talked to the chief of police and asked how was i selected 
it was based on my reputation. Mm -hmm. He had never met me, mm -hmm. but it was my reputation that caused him to say, okay, I'll take her, I'll, um, you know, have her assigned to the police department. Wow. Yeah. So that reputation is mm -hmm. so important yeah. you're right. in your organization, wherever you land, wherever right. you are. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but that's, that's wonderful when you've got a, a great reputation, but how do you establish then? That, that reputation or that brand, if you will? How do you get there? You establish it by being a hard worker, and I say hard worker by being dependable, responsible, um, your performance, your overall performance, how you treat people, how you respond to folks, both those in your immediate presence uh, um, and those not. Mm -hmm. All of those items are make up your reputation. So it's relationships, it's your performance, it's your appearance, yeah. how you you know how you talk. Yeah. All of that will make for your reputation. Mm -hmm. Now, some people do have not so good of a reputation, but it can be repaired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always say it can be repaired as long as you show up. Mm -hmm. That's fifty percent. And the other fifty percent you can work on. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's helpful. But um, I mean, because I, in in my past positions, I've um, experienced when I've talked to people on the phone, customer service folks, and maybe they didn't know who you were, and it you experience people who are rude, who who don't return calls, who responsive but then when they realize okay well I this was a different person I was speaking to then you see that difference in behavior mm -hmm. and I'm always thinking but you shouldn't I don't care who calls you you should have this level of responsiveness but when you don't see that that tells me about that person's brand mm -hmm. for and sure. yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah yes. And that's a black mark on their brand. Right, right. Because they, they behave one way with you and yeah. another with someone else. Yeah. And then you will probably, having to re recommend them, that will be in your mind yeah. about how they treat people the same. Right, yeah. And that's called being consistent yeah. with how you treat people, whether it's on the phone, whether they're in your presence, but you have that consistent level of uh, treatment towards people in in any dealings that you may have with them, any any way, any way you you, you, you handle folks. No matter no matter their title. No matter their title. No matter. I mean, whether you're talking to the mayor, the CAO, or you're talking to the refuge collector, mm -hmm. it's the same. It's consistent. It's honest. It's truthful. Right. Whatever that brand is that you want to project. You should project it across the board mm -hmm. and be consistent with it. I, I guess it's the same as when you think about, let's say, Coca-Cola or Google or mm -hmm. Apple even. Mm -hmm. You know, they have the brand of being the best in what, in what it is that they present. So it's the same thing, yes. except for you're an individual and it's your brand that you're, you're trying mm -hmm. to, right. to, to get people to see. You know, it's no different. Like if you do, if um, Google were to allow... Um, some negative, I don't know, anything about, big thing these days is if they let something or, or personal, if they let um, something happen and then their brand is tarnished, you know, then people will go on and use them. Maybe Google will 
what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? So For sure. it's 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 all it's all in what people say about you when you're not in the room. It's all it, it goes back to that. Mm -hmm. Well the recent example is the CEO of McDonalds. Mm -hmm. That he had a relationship with. I someone. saw that. I saw I that. Yeah, someone. So he did what? Yeah. So they fired him. Yeah. Yes. He because did, he did what? what he did had you? a relationship of, uh, with a subordinate. With a subordinate oh. staff, and yeah. in McDonald's, that's a no-no. Yeah. So they had to let him go because their reputation was at stake, and they said, coming from the top, if we don't, if we don't deal with it with the CEO, then. That sends a message yeah. to those in the organization. So again, it's your reputation mm -hmm. and how you want people to, you know, perceive you and you know know you in the organization. And I would say you want to have a good reputation. Well, and you know what, you, that brings up an interesting interesting point because you're talking about the CEO, but I, I think through my years of ma uh, management, one of the problems I'd see is that. Everybody in the organization has to be concerned about the reputation of the organization. Indeed. You're even if you're not the CEO, if somebody knows that you're employed by this specific organization, you're representing that organization. I don't care if you have a big fancy title, but people start making assessments about your organization just basically from you, right. from what they see in you, right. from how you conduct yourself. And so that, I, I wish that people would get that point, that you're carrying the organization with you. And when I used to do um, trainings for new managers, I, I'd say that to them, that recognize that, you know, you can end up in the paper or people make, even the, your neighbor, they're making assessments about the validity of the organization from you based exactly. on what you're bringing to the table and uh, that that's unfortunate particularly if it's a person whose reputation is not a good one you're impacting everybody else yeah and I think when we talk about uh, brand excellence I think there has to be such a high level of consciousness about us uh, with us as individuals that this is important to me this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to be because my brand excellence is who I am. And it can't be a half effort. It has to be at the core and the center of who we are. We need to study what it means to have brand excellence. We need to understand all the, the, the components of it because it's not something that you as Cedric the Entertainer says, you learn all willy-nilly. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's a consciousness. Yeah. It's a con it is a conscious effort. And, and you can't half-step with it. No. It has to be something that you are every day, everywhere you go, whether you're sitting in your corporate office or whether you're in the grocery store, whether you're at a conference, uh, you are representing your company. Well, but, but I'm going to uh, represent some of the younger listeners because I, I could hear them saying, you know what, that, that's just too much. That's intense. That's, that, you're asking way too much of me. Mm -hmm. When I'm not in these walls, I should be able to do what I want and conduct myself in any kind of way that I want. And um, I just think you're asking way too much because I, I, I get that impression from pretty some of the younger generations when you talk about 
work and the expectations, it's like, you know what, that might have been then, but that's not the way it's done now. Well, unfortunately, that is the case because with social media, and I've been to conferences where what you put on Facebook and what you put in, you know, on email, all of that is public information. So we need to advise that you should be careful about that information because it will come back to haunt you. Unfortunately, employers do look at that information mm -hmm, they that do. you put on Facebook and they will use that to make a decision about your employment. That's the unfortunate part. Yeah. So when you say that, oh, that's too much and I need to be on my best behavior all the time. Well, yeah, you do. Wow. <laughs> you do. Well, that's... <laughs> For the kind, if you want some level of success to move along in an organization, be it the current organization or if you go somewhere else, that information is out there and they will use it. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell you they do use it. They go to the internet, they'll go to your Facebook page, they'll go to chat box over all those social media avenues, mm -hmm. and they will look. Wow. Now, they're not going to tell you, yeah, I saw you on Facebook and so-and-so and so-and-so, but be mindful that that information is out there, and they will look at that information and will make a decision on using that information on your not continued employment, but, but perhaps new employment if you're moving on to right. another organization. Mm -hmm. Especially in those areas of law enforcement, finance, those big, yeah. you know, areas where you may have some large responsibility or where you are interacting with the public. Well, that's, so. that's interesting because I had something happen to me, I guess, about... Five years ago, a new person that I hired on the team, when he came in, he told me, he said, well, I felt like this was a good place to join because I looked at your LinkedIn profile, I went on Facebook, in addition to talking to people. He had all this, and that had never happened. And when he left my office, I was like, wow, I never thought about that. He was like, yeah, I went on all of that because I did not want to align myself with um, a manager that I felt like was going to be a problem or didn't have these specific skills mm -hmm. in this role. And I, that had never happened to me before. Well, I had, um, um, I know of two situations that... Excuse me. <clears throat> two, two examples um, related to what you just um, explained um, prior to Lou's comments, Lorraine. Um, a young lady graduated from a very prestigious college a very high GPA. Mm. She was a partier. Her Facebook demonstrated that. I ain't and mad at her. I used to be one in the day, back in the day. Go yeah. on. And <laughs> she was trying really hard. All of her fellow um, classmates were all with lesser credentials than she. Mm -hmm. They were all getting jobs. What? She wasn't even getting the interview. Mm -hmm. And her aunt told her, who's my dear friend, you got to take that mess off of Facebook. Absolutely. Once she closed her Facebook account, started getting interviews because they couldn't then find that information they, she on her. It up. Yeah, yeah, she she did. And um, so that there was that one. Another, the, the um, there was a young man who posted some, uh, had certain beliefs 
that were that were uh, detrimental to one race, mm-hmm. and he had nothing to do with his job. But comments that he made started to trend, so people weren't even looking for his comments. But because they were trending, mm-hmm. they showed up on one's feed, which then mm-hmm. caused him to lose his job because wow. it got back to his company, and it was because of the comments mm-hmm. that he was making. And this guy was responsible. He was a manager of people who were part of those um, he, he, that he was making negative comments about, you know? And um, so they let him go on the spot. Like, mm-hmm. don't be packed up his security, packed him up. And, well, it's and, him on his way. It's him on his way. Well, there was a recent case like that in Chesterfield with the police, I think, out there. That um, yes. one of the officers yes. made some That's remarks. Law, yeah. law yeah. enforcement for sure. But also in other um, venues or other um, uh, careers, people more so than because mm-hmm. I don't really use social media that much. Mm-hmm. But young people do. And they need to be mindful. I'm not saying don't do it, but just be mindful that that information can be accessed by organizations that you may want to be employed with or are currently employed with. And that information can be used against you. And they won't tell you, you mm-hmm. know, I looked at Facebook and I saw you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, acting correct. They won't say that. Okay. They'll use another excuse or no excuse and they just won't hire you or won't get an interview. Mm-hmm. And you will never know why. You will start until someone will say, maybe you need to look at your social media accounts mm-hmm. and see what's on there and clean it up. Well, Teresa, in that young lady's, uh, um, in that instance, she had no idea until her aunt said, uh, expressed that to her, that that might have been the reason. Yeah. None. Wow. Young or she had considered it. Young and she fought her on it, actually. She didn't want to shut it down. She said, just like you said, it's her private life. It has nothing to do with her abilities. But it has everything to do with your brand presence. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, it's, it's very real. Exactly. And when we talk about being in the workplace and we talk about aspirations, in the workplace for growing into new roles, into new leadership roles, and all that, it will always come back to the perception of you that's out there. And many times we have created that perception, good or, good or bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've created that. So it's, an encumbered, it's encumbered upon us to make sure that we're creating the right and perception about us. Mm-hmm. Because nobody can do it but us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's quite important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. So before we wrap up that piece on brand, on, uh, brand excellence then, so what, what, what did you say would be the, I guess, the, what makes up brand excellence? What are people looking for? I think, Lorraine, you said something about showing up and doing the job and you referenced uh, the appearance and how you conduct yourself. And uh, I think we also talked about just your reputation, mm-hmm. um, how being you're presenting it. Hmm? Being consistent. Being consistent mm-hmm. with that. Um, being concerned about relationships, being, being concerned about um, your social media presence and anything that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, is being viewed in any way by the public. And and again, I I would offer that even if it's not on social media, it's how you're conducting yourself mm-hmm. in your relationship. So 
All right. Um, thank you all so much. And um, thank you listeners for joining in. We look forward to the next episode. Thank you, Lorraine and Walilia. When we know better, we do better.